Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. It's February 10th or 9th, I don't know, but I mean, it's like summer out, man. And I'm off, and I'm in the woods, I'm wearing a jacket, but I really don't need a jacket. But I need to wear the jacket because I'm old. <laughs> yeah, these are the things I'm going through, the Friday before the birds go to the Super Bowl. And I'm feeling pretty good today, man. I mean, the weather is just popping. And, uh, you know, a couple updates, right? Still off the Lexapro. Feeling great. Feeling so great that I went out and bought a new bed, dude. You know? I'm such an adult. I'm such an old man. I'm like, yo, let me buy a bed today, right? Because when you're a kid, you never think like one day, man, I'm going to buy myself a really nice bed. But I I bought a really nice bed, dude. I bought a hybrid what do you call it, a uh, memory foam spring type. I feel like I'm being hugged by a whole bunch of gorillas at nighttime, like I'm in the pack and they're all keeping me warm. I don't move anymore. And I, I, the last two nights I've gotten the best sleep probably since like my 30s. That's sad, right? Isn't it sad? <laughs> poor Bob, poor me. Do you ever have a friend like that that's just like, hey, instead of having a conversation, let's talk about all the shit that's bothering me. And let me just tell you everything that's wrong with me. And then when it comes to your turn for you to tell me what's wrong with you, I'm just going to walk away and start putting my socks together from the laundry or something. You know what I mean? Like, what is up with that, man? Like, I I journal a lot, right? And in my journal, I've, um, I've recognized this pattern, right? And there's this pattern where it's like, I have ventured out to a couple parties recently, you know, and I've, I've tried to socialize and I've, I've tried to do things post pandemic style, the way that I kind of talk here, you know, like it's hard for me not to go off on a tangent. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's my, I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? ADD, me, I don't, you know, who knows, but this is me, baby. You know what I mean? I like to get crazy. I like to get nuts. I like to rapid fire thoughts. And sometimes maybe they're not cohesive. Maybe they're not like fully formed. But at the same time, like, I'm trying to operate from a place of, like, no ego, but also, too, like, like, abs- like, like it's, it's hard to explain, but it's, like, the way I view life has changed since the pandemic. It's changed since therapy. It's changed. Everything's changed since I was just looking up last night uh, when I quit smoking cigarettes. It was... Uh, March of 2019, and I know because Luke Perry died on the day I quit smoking cigarettes. And what is that now? I don't even know. Math-wise, I'm not good at counting years. You tell me. Text me, whatever. And I don't really talk about my cigarette use on here, but you know what, dude? I am going to for a little bit here. And you know what? I'm proud of myself, man, because that shit was hard to quit, man. So hard. You can quit drinking. You can quit any other substance, but like... The stuff that they would put into the cigarettes to get you hooked was such a mind-altering drug that it changes your perception on everything. I've seen, I've, I watch people now, I witness people now in their late 40s who are lying to their significant others, spouses, or loved ones 
about their cigarette use, and it causes them to have a life of just frustration. They're like looking for the escape, but lying to get to the escape. I used to do this too. I used to wait until my wife, and um, sadly, yeah, my kid, I know, but I was super stressed in the beginning, and I'm an ass for doing it, but I would wait until he went to bed, and I would go outside, and I would smoke a cigarette, and then I would come in and be all scared that I was going to get caught and wash my hands and all this stuff, and I was just living like a lie, you know what I mean? A lie of addiction, a lie of carbon monoxide dreams. And I feel for people who are hooked on it. I'm not mad at you. I kind of like the smell, too. I like... I tell you one thing, I always like the interactions with cigarette smokers, too. You know, like, uh, what I mean by that is, like, you know, at a bar or a party or something like that, they were always the best conversations is when you went outside and there was a bunch of people. Something about that circle, people would be more uh, unhinged and they would bring up topics necessarily that they wouldn't inside the party. They'd bring them up outside. Outside culture, I guess, you know? Stuff like that. But, yeah, dude, the bed. Let's get back to the bed. Oh, God dream about it during the day now that's how sick it is it's like a relationship yeah i'm unbedded with my wife okay you all know that if you're a bobcast listener you know some people like they frown upon that like oh you're married you don't sleep together like we sleep together but we don't sleep together you know like what are you talking about you know like they put the two together like sleep like i have an idea for an invention for a bed that people could use that are like my wife and I who don't like sleeping together because of the hoarding of the covers, but then also too, like, you know, some some people like to sleep, like, elevated, some people don't. Dude, when I was looking for the beds, we went to this one spot, mattress, mattress firm or mattress giant or something like that. And the thing that was crazy, man, is like, you know, I, my wife and I, sometimes she takes the realm, or, you know, like the wheel for people, you know, salesmen or whatever, and then sometimes I take the wheel. This particular day, I was feeling quite crazy. Hello again. Twins? No, mother daughter. Mother daughter. Have a good day. I was talking about the dogs too, not like humans right there. She wasn't uh, enthused to say hello. She kept walking, but it's okay. My feelings aren't hurt. I've learned to uh, deal with these things in therapy. So, uh, where was I? Damn, dude. You just caught me in a conundrum here. Can't really recall what I was chatting about before. Maybe it was important, maybe it wasn't. But that's also par for the course of like just what this whole bobcast thing is you know and okay yeah let's bring up a topic that i always think that i should say and then i don't some of the podcasts that i did with musicians and if you're a musician who was on my show maybe this doesn't apply to you but i'm just gonna like hit d and like all of above you know i'm sorry man like i was projecting a lot of like negative Negative thoughts about my own career onto artists who were still trying to make it when they would come on my show. And I would do this subliminally or subconsciously. I listened back to a few and I'm just like, I hear, you can hear yourself, you know what I mean? Like you can hear yourself bullshitting. You know when you're bullshitting somebody, am I right? Like you know when the words are coming out of your mouth that you're full of shit. And I'm sorry, like pre-pandemic, I'm, I'm just sorry that like, I didn't realize how like wounded I was from my musical career with Downtown Harvest. I really was, man. And, like, I was bitter about it, angry that we broke up because we never should have broken up. We should have kept playing. We should have done a fourth album. In a different universe, that happened. But Chris Wood quit the band, and you know what I mean? Like, we, we got back together in 2013, and we're going to do it again in 2020. And, dude, I still want to do it, but at the same time, that shit's, like, post-traumatic stress. You know what I mean? Like, I just got stopped by a fellow 
teacher friend of mine, T.J. Wilson. Not the T.J. Wilson that you know if you're in my circle circle of friends, but this guy is also another T.J. Wilson, like a variant version in the, in the universe that is also super cool and chill. And he stopped me yesterday to tell me that his young son was going through his dad's playlist and came across Downtown Harvest and wanted to know more about my band and more about how he knew me and this, that, or whatever. And, like, that just warms my heart, man. The fact that some kid who's six, he's only been on the planet, he's only been experiencing the air, water, and land, like, for, you know, six years. That's it, you know what I mean? Like, and he's been introduced to Downtown Harvest at such a young age, but inclined enough at that age to ask about, you know, the band's origins. It's something special because, to be quite honest, like, uh, it's hard to to gauge kids' interests these days because of the influx of technology that continues to possess our children. My son's obsessed, man. I, I bought him Tony Hawk. I don't know if I talked about this on the show. kind of bought it for myself. It's hard to get him off that. And, like, I, it's crazy because it's like I understand, you know, I get it. We love our dopamine, don't we? We love our drip. We love to feel good and entertained. But just imagine for a second, like, you know, like I'm out here in the woods, right? What, what if I didn't have my phone here? What if I didn't have my headphones? What if I didn't know what the hell I was doing? How would I entertain myself? There would still be music, definitely. Dancing. These are things that you would do with other people, too, you know? I realize, too, all these podcasting, like somebody... I talk to a lot of people when I'm here, you know, about them and what's going on with their lives and conversations if I'm not podcasting. I'll, when I'm podcasting, I usually keep going so that way I don't bore you guys. But sometimes I'll stop and I'll get to know these people. And I knew I met this guy, I guess, a few days ago. With um, He had some beautiful dogs and we chatted up and he, he was asking me about my dogs. And then at one point he's like, so where are your dogs? How come you don't bring them here? And like my dog Mojo, I used to bring here all the time back in the day. But my dogs aren't really hiking dogs, I guess. But at the same time, I felt shame about that, that I'm not bringing them here. And then I slowly started to, you know, reflect upon that. And it's like, I'm a loner. The show's called The Bobcast. I go to the movies by myself. I write by myself, which is natural, I guess. But I, I don't necessarily want to be a loner. I, I enjoy the company of others, which brings me back to like the original topic that we were talking about earlier. Is like, it's hard to have conversations for me that aren't, like, stoked in reality, like, stoked in, like, 100% truthfulness, you know? Like, we bullshit each other all the time. I got colleagues, sometimes I'm like, can I just get to know the real you? You know what I mean? Like, I, it's so hard to connect in a really natural way in this side of the country, I feel, you know? Like, I, in my travels and other places, I mean, everybody out in California, dude's got that, not everybody, I shouldn't say that, but, like, the vibe's so different. Kids were asking me about that the other day, students, and I'm like, look, the thing that's different about there than here, everyone out there wants to work for their imagination. And when you're collectively in a place that wants to do that, it creates a vibe. Just like people, like I was talking about before on the show when, you know, they, they say that when people get together and they, you know, practice prayer, the power of prayer can actually change mass in the universe, change things, you know what I mean? Because you're chanting it into existence and I'm all about that shit dude you know what I mean like I hope that you are too if you're a listener of my show because it, it, there's got to be magic man I haven't gone to church in a couple weeks I, I was paying attention to my body you know 
my body wasn't feeling it, you know? And, like, I was feeling them, though. It's hard to explain. Like, they're good people, you know what I mean? Like, I met a lot of cool people at that church. They asked me to join the band. I, I kept turning them down, mainly because I, I work long hours sometimes, and the stamina <laughs> to start practice that late. It's an excuse. These are excuses right here. See, I just caught myself bullshitting you, the listener. I could have done it, but the thing is, I'm still struggling with my spirituality, brah. I'm in church right now, you know what I mean? Like, this is church. I'm turning around, I'm looking at the path I just came down. That, to me, is more important than anything. And now, like, being almost like a month and a half off Lexapro, I know it even more to be true because I'm feeling things more than ever. That, like, Lexapro does this thing to you where it's like, it's like a... It's like a full soul blanket, you know what I mean? Like, or excuse me, like a soul band-aid. Like you wear it, nothing can get through. You can't be really hurt by shit. You feel it, you know what I mean? But like the force field around you stops it. Now my force field of Lexapro, Lex Luthor, as I call her (laughs) or him, is down. So I'm feeling things again. And dude, you know what feels like the shit? Or is the shit? I don't even know what the kids say today Like when it's the shit. Because saying it's the shit, that's kind of gross, right? But... I used to, like, listen to music in the morning, right? I used to, like, I remember making playlists specifically for this. And I'm talking to myself in this tense because, like, you know, I, I before medicine, I was so, like, into music in the morning. And, it was, it, like, everybody's like, yeah, whatever, Bob. But, dude, like, something about when the sun's coming up, you're driving somewhere to work or to here. Happened today on the way here, but, like, a song's popping off in your car, and you're going through your memories and you're going through like all the things in life that feel good and it brings about emotion. It brings tears to your eyes. You start to well up and feel good in the moment. Like happiness that comes from sadness and both like, you know, happiness combined together. How you doing, friend? Good morning. And I love it, dude. There's a couple ones. There's one song called Someone Great, which reminds me of my grandma and friend by LCD Sound System. Even saying it right now gives me goosebumps through my body because I'm feeling that, like, vibe, you know? And, like, I'm thankful for that, you know? Cons of, like, not taking Lexapro. I'm highly emotional, (laughs) you know? Not sometimes in a good way. I can get... My Irish side of me gets really hot when I'm... when I'm feeling triggered, you know? And, uh... I'm working on it. You know, my therapist taught me this grounding technique that you could do too as well. I'm not really sure of the title of it, but I'm I'm here to tell you like what it feels like. <laughs> I sound like a dick right there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, so basically like one of the things that really she said to me was that really, you know, gauged my interest because I was like, what? So like when we have, you know, the, the flight or fight mode, right? It's basically like our whole existence is like, what am I going to do, dude? Am I going to put up my residox and fight this motherfucker? Or am I going to run into the woods and, and seek, like, you know, protection from, from others from hurting me or something? You know what I mean? So when you go into flight mode, your body is unable to produce saliva in your mouth. Should I say it again? Okay. So, when you go into flight mode, your body cannot produce saliva in your mouth. And you know what? I never really paid attention to that until she said it to to me. And yes, this is completely true. This is a product 100% of what it feels like when, you know what I mean? Like, you're you're in flight mode. You're, You're triggered by something. Something from the past. Something that you don't like necessarily about yourself. Something that's 
always been in, at your back like the Grim Reaper. You know what I mean? Like these are the things in life that we don't really talk about. These are the things that like if we maybe just gauged our best friend's interest in, we'd be, I'm saying gauged a lot. Sorry about that, Gage. But if we just talk to our best friends, hey, are you okay? You know what I mean? Like, are you in flight mode, you know? Because sometimes we're, you know, I'm in flight mode, right? So my therapist says, find a comfortable seat. You, you could, you have to have your feet on the ground, okay? It's like a grounding technique. We've talked about grounding here on the show before where you go out barefoot, right? It would work best if you had no shoes. You can be inside for this and like basically you just do this like meditation where you imagine yourself as a tree and your legs are the, you know, the roots and they're spreading throughout the ground and then you do like a EMDR, EMDR, excuse me, is an eye movement desensitization rehabilitation therapy technique where you alternate tapping yourself um, along with several other things with visualization. But for this one, you sit down in the chair, your legs are grounded into the, into the earth and you are a tree growing through it and you alternate tapping your shoulders while taking deep breaths. And dude, the shit works. Try it. You know what I mean? Like it's just some people don't even foresee themselves sitting down in such a manner to be able to make themselves better. And these are the things that, you know, we used to do back in the day, but we since have been like, we out, we ain't doing this shit. We just want to do whatever my phone tells me to do. Maps say make a left. I know it's right. I'm making a left because that's the way the things are now. We are controlled by everything. All the bad things, it seems, you know, and it's just it's a bummer, dude. Dude, I'm here to tell you right now because this is an audio podcast. It's beautiful right now. <clears throat> There's nobody here. It's uh, 9.50 a.m. on Friday. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I just got a text message and I got distracted. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. This is part of like, you know, the misery of being, you know, running the show by yourself. It's like, you, you got nobody to fall back on. I got this friend. His name's Sal. You guys remember when I used to do, uh, you better call Sal Vic is big. Well, that's not him, but this guy's real name Sal. And I think Sal would be great on the show. I want to start a new podcast with him, like a weekly thing, like a two bears, one cave type vibe where you're always checking in with the same people each week. Because look, man, I love podcasting. It's fun. I'm going to continue to do this show. But I do miss the guest format. I know I haven't really got any responses. Maybe you guys like this version, but I'm sure some of you are like, hey, Bob, are you ever going to talk to somebody again? I've tried. I tried to get get this guy, the Philly captain, on. I don't know if you've ever seen his Instagram. He agreed to do the show, and then shit happens. You know what I mean? I used to be really good at um, adhering to a schedule, and so much so that I was like, um, filming weeks in advance or recording audios, you know, and then posting. Sometimes, like, I would have, like, four in the in the tank. Excuse me, the bank. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I miss talking to people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm burping. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, I feel better now. Thank you. Thank you for the concern. See, back in the day, my ego would be like, you, you got to take that out. You gotta go back in there and find where you almost threw up in your mouth because you've been working out hard and trying to get back to, you know, fighting shape. I'm not fighting anybody. I'm just scared of the fight or flight mode. So I'm trying to, you know, even it out. But other than that, I'm grateful for today. I'm grateful for my wife, my kid, my family, and like the memories that I'm making right now because my son just got done doing his first musical concert and he had like a lot of anxiety in the beginning about it. But dude, he crushed it just like daddy. 
That's not my ego in there talking. I'm just being a proud dad there to tell you that I love performing and I am going to start a band. I, I, I wanted to save this for the end of the podcast, but um, I'm going to get back into playing music. It's not going to be with Downtown Harvest because it's just too complicated and I need to be able to connect with you in that way again. And I'm going to start booking shows and uh, I'm going to do top, top of the World. I'm going to do all these things again. And I want to do it so that way I can continue to show my son that there's something special about live music and there's something special about connecting with people and there's something special about taking care of one another. With that being said, my name's Bob and this has been another episode of The Bobcast.